Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. My name is Noor, and this week's guest, I can speak, is someone you guys love and has been on the show many times before. Welcome back to Arab American Psycho, my good friend, Maria Al Saldik. Hi, guys. It's me. I'm back. <laughs> Did you not like that I called you Maria? Um, it was fine. <laughs> I mean, technically that's how you say it in Arabic, but like no one's ever called me that in my life, like in my family. Like no. your dad? No. No, no. I'm just Maria. You are Maria. Maria. Yeah, Maria is, makes more Actually, I feel like Maria and, or Maria and Maria are two different names. Yeah. So you would, so I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It was nice. It was a little like switch up. And for those of you who don't know, my stage name is actually Maria Alia. It's true. It is her. It's her stage name. It's actually not my stage. That's my first name and my middle name. Yeah. Which my middle name used to be my first name. Wait, I don't think you ever shared that story on the podcast. Oh yeah. So like when I was born, my name was just Alia Al Sadiq, and there was no middle name. Just, just that. No Maria. And that was what they named me, and it was on my birth certificate. And then two weeks later, my mom was just like, mm, "I don't feel like she's an Alia. Like, I just want to call her Maria." And so she started calling me Maria, and I grew up. You know, not even knowing that my name was ever anything else. And then when I got my first passport, when I was, I think I was like 12, my parents decided to go and like legally change my name. So it was like Maria Adia Al-Sadiq. Well, actually, there's also Adnan in there too. So I have like two middle names. Maria Adia Adnan Al-Sadiq. Wow. Yeah. So that's the story of my name. So your, and your initials is Ma. Yeah. So many A's. <laughs> Ma. Like literally three A's. Ma. Yeah. It's not cute. Whenever people like ask for my initials, like for like, you know, like a gifting where I guess they're going to personalize mm-hmm. it. I'm just like, okay. Here also, you know by like initials, your middle name is supposed to go after your last name? Yeah. So my initials are enemy. Oh, wow. Cute. N-M-E. Or no, it would be Nem. Yeah, wait. Because the, the, the last name goes yeah, in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But like I, like, I like enemy better. Me too. Because it's funny. But also, I can't imagine your name being Alia. Like, you don't look like Alia. Like, your mom was like very... Very observant because you look like a Maria. I feel like I look like an Alia too, though. What? Yeah, I don't I've know. never felt that. Maybe way. it's because I've known that that was like I don't know. Maybe it's just because I know that was my original name. But you just look like a Maria. Good. I like, <laughs> I like that. I'm like looking directly into her face right now, not at it, into it. I'm looking into it right now. So we have we have some hot takes for you guys yeah. today. You know, we were like. You know, we could we could talk about anything really. We could talk about Maria's fake name for like a full hour, but instead we're Truly. gonna we're gonna give you some hot fucking takes on subjects that I do believe we're both experts on. Um, debatable, <laughs> but we'll go with that. Listen, I'm a medical doctor, and no one can tell me you're otherwise. At, like you're the furthest from that, but the, it's fine. Fur- the furthest. You're the furthest. You know, I don't know the furthest, Maria. No, not the furthest. You're like medium. <laughs> <laughs> medium doctor (laughs) listen for someone who does not have a medical degree being a medium doctor is something that i feel comfortable with yeah but the furthest that's just crazy okay yeah that was it was that was extreme sorry (laughs) listen i'm trying to like like i want to keep the hot takes interesting okay that was just me being you were trying to take a hot take yeah yeah noral khaldi not a doctor not a doctor zero percent for this thing but noral khaldi medium doctor Mm. Uh, (laughs) okay so we want to talk about something that i feel like very relevant to us specifically, but also probably most people because everyone's on Instagram, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. And lately I feel like we're seeing not only like a lot of changes happening on Instagram, but also Instagram simultaneously dying and people shifting over mm-hmm. 
to other platforms, more specifically TikTok. Yeah. Because Instagram is bullshit. Yeah. And I feel like people are, you know, they've been saying it for a while, but it's very much the sentiment is that Instagram is dead. And that's like the vibe. And it does feel like it's dead. I mean, yeah, I feel like it's been dead for a while, though. Yeah. In terms of like what it used to be, like the at its peak. Mm -hmm. But now more than ever, it does feel really stale and sad. But do you think that it will ever like fully be irrelevant? Um, I don't know. I, I don't think so. I think until like a completely new, I don't know, maybe with the metaverse. Yeah. I feel like that's like the one thing that I can think that might really change like the way that we use social media. Yeah. But for the most part, I don't know. It's hard to say. Cause I feel like we've, people have been having this conversation for a long time. Yeah. Like, I feel like, you know, for the past seven years or so, people are like, oh, like well, what's going to be after Instagram? And like, Instagram's going to be dead one day and, like, everyone who makes money off of it will have, like, no way to make money and, like, so I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, I don't – I feel like, if anything, it might just turn into, like, a Facebook situation. Like, Mm. I don't think it'll become irrelevant, but it might evolve into something that no longer specifically for, like, us will be, like, a space for fashion. Yeah, I think that's really possible. I also – I mean, which is – it's a bit scary considering, like, that's where, like – I make the majority of my money. And also it's like the space where like, not only do I make the majority of my money, but I feel most comfortable creating for Instagram. Right. Like that is like, that's what I do. Yeah, no, same. And I feel like, but I think the reason why it doesn't really freak me out is just because I feel like we've been talking about this for so long. I know. And like, here's the other thing, right? Like, let's say Instagram becomes irrelevant. It's no longer a space where people are going to for like fashion inspo or whatever the fuck. We'll just go on to the other platform. Yeah. Exactly. Like, there's going to be a platform. And, I mean, there's right. obviously already, like, TikTok, which, uh, you know, shout out to everyone who makes, like, really ornate, like, TikTok fashion videos. I will not be doing that, probably. Yeah. It feels like a lot of outfit changing. and uh, It's hard. I, I did one video where I, like, <laughs> yeah. I was, like, oh, I'm going to, like, style a bunch of, like, recent vintage finds. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, it was, like, maybe, like, seven pieces. I'm, like, this will be easy. Uh, after the fifth, like, I was on the fourth outfit, and I was like, okay, literally the next one is going to be the last one. It yeah. was, like, hours and hours upon hours of filming and putting together the looks, and, yeah, it, it's very time-consuming, but it's fun, though. Like, I think it's fun. Yeah. I love to, like, consume the content. I'm not great at creating it. I like your TikTok videos, though. Yeah, I, I like, don't make enough of, like... You don't. I don't put enough effort. Like, the ones I've been posting are very, like, just, like, set up my camera filmed like a two second video and then turned it off. Well, like, those are all of my, like, honestly, all of my TikToks are pretty lazy. Yeah. Well, yours are good. I like your vlogs. Thanks. I like making vlogs, but I do feel like, I feel like they're fun for like a more like personality video, mm-hmm. but like, I do want to find a way to like incorporate more fashion into TikTok. Yeah. But like, like you said, like the only fashion TikToks I make is like, here's my camera propped up on my deodorant. And I'm, I have to leave. My Uber is waiting for me outside. Yeah. Let me take a really quick fucking video. And then that's it. But it's better than nothing. It is better than nothing. And I mean, people right now are currently fighting on one of my TikToks. Because, oh, which is always nice. That's, yeah, how yeah. You, that's, that's how you know the video is going to like blow up. It's not blowing up though. Oh, that's people a, are just getting progressively mm. angrier. It has like two, 200 comments. Damn. But like not that many views. So it's the same people. Damn. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. But no, I feel like. I don't know. I do think that TikTok is potentially, like, if I really dedicate more time to it, like, if Instagram really were to die and I had to, 
I do feel like I would create more thoughtful fashion mm-hmm. content for TikTok because that is where I consume content. Like, I feel like I'm not scrolling on Instagram. Like, as I don't know. Like, I feel like also, okay, yeah, I am I'm not, scroll- sc- I'm not scrolling on it the way that I used to. Either. But it's not the way I used to. And, like, I just – it's really frustrating when you don't see the content that you want to see. Like, so maybe when they do that algorithm shift where you have the option of seeing things, like, chronologically or, yeah. like, picking who you want to see. That would like, be interesting to see what, yeah. what will happen. I think it's also – we also should note that, like, just the way that people post on Instagram is very different. And, like, it's kind of – it's interesting. Like, obviously, I'm sure most people have noticed, like, you know, the shift from really, you know, kind of stylized posting and, like, you know, posting, like, that perfect pic to, like, more casual Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. And I and I feel like we've been doing – well, I mean, at least – I don't know. I feel like I've been doing kind of casual. Yeah, you have. Because like, I used to, like, back in the day when I used to, like, content create, like, for real, like, I would – you know, I really shoot a lot of things on, like, my Sony mm-hmm. and, like, everything was, like, kind of, like, thoughtful. Not everything, but, like, I was kind of thoughtful with, like, my my feed and, like, the whole, like, aesthetic, which was kind of really, like, time-consuming. It was fun in a way because it, yeah. it was, like, you know, curating your page, which I, I think is fun, but it's also, like, I don't know. I think at some point I kind of felt like, okay, I'm kind of sick of this. I kind of just want to, like, post whatever I want to post. Yeah. I hate thinking about like, oh, this isn't going to look next good next to this. Yeah. Or I need to do a, this type of post next. So, you know, now there's like the photo dumps and like everybody, but that now feels even more yeah. staged, which is yeah. so like, it was fun. I think like when it first kind of started yeah. like, a year or two ago or like when it was becoming more of like a mainstream thing. But now I'm like, it's like every single post and mm-hmm. it feels, yeah, even more effort was put into this photo dump than like, yeah you know, the way that we used to post. So I don't know. No, and I do think that, like, it's so funny that, like, photo dumps are, like, meant to be casual, but, like, yeah, they're obviously, so there's it. so much thought put into it. And, like, I don't know. I do think that I'm not great at, like, I'm good at great casual Instagram stories. Yeah. Casual, oh, yeah, casual like, infie photos, like, I'm like, let me look at my feed right now. None of this is casual. It's actually all the yeah. opposite. It's like, <laughs> what's the opposite of casual? It's that. Well, that's kind of cool. You're going against the grain. You're like, you know, you're doing something different. Yeah. I'm and s- I like that. I'm really. No, but I like, do. to be honest, I will say that with my photo dumps, they really are effort. Like, not. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't go and like take photos of random shit, like thinking, okay, this needs to go in a photo. Like I take, I always have taken photos of random shit. Yeah. So like if I'm doing a photo dump and I want to like mix in some random shit, I just have a ton of shit on my phone yeah. to like add in. Um, but some people are like, do it just to the next, like they're, and I'm, I admire it. Like the, the dump is just beautiful. Like, it's like, oh, I've seen there's color coordinated ones. The dump is beautiful. That's I, I'm like, yeah. I was going to make the title Maria's hot takes, but then I'm like writing down. No. The dump is beautiful. <laughs> no, but have you seen like there's color coordinated ones and it's like all this random shit, but like it's all green. And I'm yeah. like, wow, I like that. It does look really, I but, do. Like that, that takes effort. Like I just, that's a lot of effort. That's a lot of work. Yeah, I feel like unless, unless like, yeah. like I will say I have green sheets. Mm-hmm. I like green juice. Yeah, there, I feel like there's a lot of things. You, have, sh- you have green in your living room. <gasps> I do. You have green in your you I have could, a green you door. You could literally create a green photo dump right now. I don't want to. Um, but, <laughs> but also I think that it's kind of like made people not use their Finstas as more. I think that as much. Like, I feel you know like, I've never had a Finsta. Oh, you've never had one? Never had a Finsta. I had one, but like, to be honest, I, it wasn't a real Finsta. Like I feel like I didn't even... The point about Finsta is to post anything without any hesitation. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Anything that goes on the internet, regardless of, like, who... Is consuming it. Consuming like, it. Yeah. Like, I just feel like it's just not safe. It's not. Nothing it's is not safe. safe. No, it's not safe. And, like, that's why 
sometimes people post things like on close friends. Yeah. I'm not thinking of anything specific, but I'm like, I find myself being like, dude, anyone can like screenshot this. That's true. Like, you know what I mean? And like, even when I've I- seen screenshots of people's close friend stories, I've seen screenshots of people's finstas that like I'm not on. So it's like, yeah, that, that happens. Yeah, no. And I feel like when I post things on close friends, which I do feel like I post a lot on close friends more so than on my regular stories lately, which is probably not great as I am a content creator. Um, but anything I post, like I'm ready. I'm ready for anyone to see it. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing on there that I'm like, oh, I would be so like embarrassed or like so upset. Like if this somehow like leaked or anything like that, like I don't, I simply don't. Yeah. Care. Um, but no, I think that. Yeah. So the fence is dead. Yeah. Fence is Casual dead. Instagram is what's going on right now. But at the same time, like, I feel like we're already seeing kind of like the death of it. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's had its moment and who knows what's next. But all I know is that I really, I really enjoy TikTok. I enjoy like consuming content on TikTok yeah. like genuinely. So not that I actually make that much content on there, but I, I do find it to be my favorite social that and Twitter are like my favorite platforms to like browse i do like browsing twitter but i feel like twitter isn't something that i like go through continuously throughout the day okay. like it's like uh one time a day usually mm-hmm. if i'm like on the train or like something like that like i'll just scroll through yeah twitter but like i don't feel like i'm like always going on twitter i also don't yeah i guess tweet. i'm not either but i do i don't tweet anymore either i used to but not anymore i i do like and i feel like i go on twitter at least like probably three times a day so like let me ask you this what do you think the causes are or like what do you think the impetus was for like instagram's death beginning do you think it was the algorithm shift or do you think that people just got sick of seeing like like this unattainable like lifestyle which is very much what instagram was like yeah i think i think it's a, a mixture of a lot of things and those two being part of it i think for me whenever instagram start like in the first couple years of me using instagram like 2012 2013 2014 it was really exciting to find new people Mm -hmm. to like discover artists to discover, you know, different brand. Like you just, there was a lot to discover and it was really fun. And like, you know, I guess, yeah, it was just fresh. And like, it was a lot of things you hadn't seen before, especially all in one place like this. And it wasn't as, and it was so accessible. Um, and I think, but you know, just as time goes on, like that, that shiny newness, like, wears away like mm-hmm. we, I feel like there was such an oversaturation of all of that and then the content got more and more unattainable and more and more um idealistic and that just kind of it was cool like it was like wow this place that like this vacation spot I've never like this beach looks so insane yeah like, wow but then like you see like 12 different people go there within you know the same year and it's no longer exciting and yeah it just it, I think it, it what's the word like yeah, it just became oversaturated and just not as exciting, not as interesting. And there's only so much that you can, I feel like, discover on there. And I, not that like I don't still discover new people and new um, brands yeah. and things like that to follow, but it's just not as often, I guess. And yeah, I do feel like I discover brands, but uh, you were like talking about just like kind of everything becoming like very like oversaturated, people posting the same things. And I think that's like another. It's another one of our fucking hot takes, which is that there is a very, like, obvious thing that I feel like is specific to Instagram, Mm -hmm. which is that, like, a lot of people see something and they're like, that looks cool. 
yeah. then they're like, how can I make that my style or like my brand? But it's like, at least for me, it feels very transparent. And I'm like, you don't actually like this. Yeah. Like you're just, you know, doing these things or wearing these things because you saw someone else who you thought is cool doing it. Mm-hmm. And it, that also, I feel like for me is why Instagram has become like a little bit of this, like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to scroll through my feed. Like, I don't want to see mm-hmm. someone doing or wearing something that feels like disingenuous or like performative or like, like they're trying to like curate who they are, but like in like, in a way where like, this is obviously not who you are. And yeah, I can see that. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And I feel like we're all for the, I'm all for like people, you know, there's like style evolves. Of and, course. Like, interests change and, and that's normal. And like, but I feel like you can tell when it's, when it's organic and when it's like literally contrived. And I definitely have noticed that with a few people that I fault. I mean, not even just people I fault. I think in general yeah. it happens and you see people kind of decide to suddenly now they do only do this or that. And it had, it's so far from like how they were for so long. I don't know. It's yeah. weird. And I, also I mean, I've definitely changed over the years, but I feel like it's, it's been a gradual change. Right. And I don't think that like you can like look at my feed from like, one year ago to now and think that's like I've changed so fucking much no. and like I put out completely different content my personality seems like a completely different personality like no like yeah maybe if you look at my my feed from literally 2012 10 years ago yeah it's a complete because I am a different person yeah, yeah, from yeah. when I was you know back then so there yeah you can just you can see it and it, it it's like I don't know it's annoying it's just annoying but like maybe we're just being bitches but like you know what maybe it that- feels but that's who I am. So I'm not going to pretend to be <laughs> someone that I'm not. But no. And like, here's the thing. Anyone could look at my feed and be like, bitch, your style changed. Yes, it did. But there is like factors that – because someone had DM'd me and they were like, I feel like your style is so different ever since you moved to New York. I'm like, well, number one, it's fucking winter. Yeah. So like my you style – never lived in a place where you had a real winter. Never, 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 never. And then someone like po- actually DM'd me the other day when I was wearing a hat. And was like, oh, one step away from like taking your hijab off. And I was like, no, oh actually, this is just the first hat that's ever fit my giant fucking head. And second of all, again, I've never lived anywhere cold enough to where I hat. can wear hats yeah. like this or like anything like warm on my head. Like I want to wear the thinnest fucking scarf yeah. like in Florida and like just not be layered because I'm hot. And like I can actually yeah. experiment a little bit more with like different accessories and like neck scarves which I feel like even that like I've never really worn like next I've never needed to To wear wear, them um so like so true and I think just also just moving to a completely like like Orlando versus New York is like just such different types of cities and like with different occasions and different I don't know it's it's just so different that like obviously your style is going to change to some extent because, like, in New York, I feel like you can honestly wear whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, And, like, Florida, like, it's just not as... And I'm also, like... It's not as many places to go. I do like to wear things because I like wearing them. But yeah. I am a little bit, like, practical in the sense of, like, I think in Florida I was wearing a lot more heels. But that's because I had a fucking car. Right. So, like, I could wear heels as much as I wanted because I'm, like, in my car and then I'm, like, at the place. I'm not walking anywhere. Yeah, it's hard to wear heels here. It is. Unless you, like, are literally car, like, car to door, car to door. Yeah, like, it, it's... It's not even just like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Like, yo, I don't want to fuck my shoes up. Oh, yeah. Because your shoes will get fucked, fucked up. up from sure. Yeah, from like walking and like things are dirty. And like, I never had to clean my shoes in Orlando. I have to clean my shoes constantly here. Yeah. And it's just like little things like that. Like, yeah, no, like my style is obviously going to change. Things like that. Things like that. <laughs> just, just do it. No. Just say it. <laughs> you say it. 
Anka Jams, Anka Jams, Anka Jams. Dude, like, it keeps playing in my head. And like, honestly, the first time I saw one of the videos, I was like, this is so funny. Anka right? Jams. But then now it's like every other yeah. video on my feed and I, on my TikTok feed and I, I can't do it anymore. I actually please, sent you no a more. TikTok that said, like, please no more. Please no more. Like, there's only so many ways that people can mock this girl at where it will, it's funny. Like, I'm over it. I will say, it doesn't feel like mocking. It just feels like... I feel like it is. It's, okay, maybe they are. But, like, from my <laughs> perspective, it's like, this is just simply so funny. Like, if I ever... <laughs> yeah, but, like, if I say something that sounds dumb, I want it to go viral like okay. that. And I want everyone yeah. to make TikToks about it because... Fair enough. You should. Yeah. And, like, I mean, honestly, I, I do kind of feel bad for you Julia Fox. <laughs> Stuff. Things like that. Anka Jams. But, yeah, no, I think that... The whole, like, genuinely being passionate and that showing through versus being a fucking sheep. Mm-hmm. Just, just, Obvious. just know I can see it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, we, people can clock it. And who are you doing it for? Mm-hmm. Just, like, you got, you have one life, guys. Wear what you want. Do what you want. Eat what you want. Eat where you want. Like, don't go and do things. It's just so fucking contrived. And, like, that makes me really hate Instagram. Yeah. I'm like, this is and it's, like, different than a TikTok because, like, in TikTok, like, you see a lot of people doing the same shit, but, like, they're children. Yeah. So, like, they're discovering who they are. 100%. And, like, you know, you grow and, like, yeah, you do discover different, like, things about yourself and you change and evolve and all that great stuff. But, like, like Maria said, it's, like, a natural progression. Right. It's not, like, a out of nowhere, it's, like, yeah. I'm a punk rock kid now. And I feel like, yeah, people do, but I just don't like it. I don't know. It just makes me feel like it's not real. It's a costume. Like, it's a costume, and you just decide this is who I want. But, I mean, then again, yeah, you can decide who you want to be whenever you want to be it. That's totally fine. And you know what? Maybe I'm just bitching, but, like, yeah, it's annoying to see sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Especially, I feel like I'm particularly, it annoys me when I feel like, people because I do think that like, the whole like emo-y look is like mm-hmm. some oh, it's, it's like trendy right it's now. like trendy right now and I do want to gatekeep it and I think I that it that. should only be for people who, who had a phase in who t- had a phase in 2000 yes the years between 2000 at least for me 2005 to 2008 like 2003 to 2009 I would say okay that yeah. was my peak of that style was yeah. during that time and if you weren't dressing like that then or if you were not born if you weren't born, okay, fine. That was your fault. If you weren't born, it's not your fault. But like, if you were born... And if you were born... And you were, like, at least, like, 10 years old within Maria, any of those years. Maria can see that I'm getting angry right now, and I'll tell you why. It's because if you didn't dress like that during that time period, you were making fun of people who dressed like that. 100%. And so, fuck you, you're a bully. Yeah. And you're, and you're joining the fucking bandwagon now because you think it's cool yeah you're a fucking poser why are we so angry we're i don't so know angry. i'm so sorry um but no i mean yeah and then i also think that like my next because i wrote down some topics guys the next topic is street style photography dysmorphia oh my god something that might be unique to us it might be unique to us. so yeah i don't know like this season i mean actually i feel like this kind of ha- i mean it just hasn't no it's it every hasn't season, been that Maria. many fashion it's, seasons it's recently. every season but like dude these photographers okay they're amazing we love them we we do love they them they're great so work. talented but like the saturation why is just really on the orange side the contrast for the what the contrast is crazy let's contrast guys but you know i don't know i just felt like a lot of the photos i saw of myself really made me question what I really look like. The amount of times during fashion week, I asked basically everyone I came into contact with, am I orange? (laughs) Just, you can tell me if I'm orange. Just like, let me know. Like even right now I'm like, Maria, like, can you orange check me? 
You're not orange right now. I'm orange in every street style photo. And the thing is about them is like, I want to share them. They're cool photos, but I don't want to post a picture of myself where I'm fucking orange. And I also think it's a little disrespectful to the photographer to then like go in and like edit, edit like, the coloring, the coloring, like, because this is something that they shot and created. And like, I just feel like maybe they don't, maybe they won't like the way I've edited it. And right. maybe, you know, that will be like offensive to them. And I, I would never want to offend someone's whatever they create. There are, yeah. yeah, there are. And so like, and then I don't end up like sharing them as much because I don't like the way I look because I don't want to look orange. And that is just, I think that's fair. It is fair. And also like, I listen, everyone knows I'm short, but like y'all don't need to make me look like I'm fucking one foot tall. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like, yeah, it causes a lot of body dysmorphia. It does. For me, like just to see like really unflattering angles and just like high contrast and like, I don't know. I because I feel really. I don't know. Normally, like no, like taking photos. Yeah, them unedited. I'm not offended by no, the way I look, and no. I'm not offended by what I see in the mirror. No. But like something about being shot, like as you're just like walking down the street, like unknowingly. Maybe I just need to have better posture. Maybe, not, I, and that's the other thing. I'm maybe like, maybe I need to change up my makeup. <laughs> no, literally, I told Maria I'm never wearing makeup again after seeing all the street style photos of me because of how fucking orange I am. But like. Yeah. I just think that, like, maybe also if a photo of a person, if you look at it and you think, wow, they're mid-sentence and their mouth looks crazy, maybe maybe that's not the photo. Maybe that's not the one. Maybe that's not the one. Maybe you're going to give that person body dysmorphia. And I really I, – it is a – I'm not joking. I I do feel some type of way when I see those photos of myself because I'm like – I don't. I feel, like, I feel like personally attacked. I feel like this isn't what I look like. Why do I look like this? Yeah. And like, I I obviously have a little bit of body dysmorphia, and I've talked about that before. Yeah. But like, I it's not severe, and it's not like, and I feel like I haven't been experiencing it as much in recent like years, honestly. Mm-hmm. But like, every time I see a street style photo of myself, I really like am like, what do I actually look like? is this reality, this mm-hmm. photo that I'm looking at where I look one foot tall and orange, or is this not what I look like? Yeah. And if so, what do I look like? Yeah, and I feel like with, um, you know, attending Fashion Weeks again, and I don't even know if it's just that or there's something else I think that might contribute to this thing I'm about to talk about, but I definitely feel like my body dysmorphia in terms of, like, my body yeah. is, like, heightened a lot yeah. because – I do remember, like, seasons past where I would always just, like, after fashion, like, feel really, like, I want to lose weight. Like, yeah. I feel, like, mm-hmm. and I hope, like, this, like, you know, trigger warning for yeah. anybody that um, deals with body image issues. But I feel like the other thing that's contributing to that is, like, I, I don't know if it's just my for you page, but I feel like really skinny, mm-hmm. skinny, skinny bodies are, like, really coming back in style. Yep. And not that they were ever out. They, let's be clear. They were yeah. never out of style. Yeah. But I think that I'm getting a little bit of PTSD to, like, the 2012 to 2014 Tumblr era. Yeah. Of like, the thin spo and the thigh gaps. Like, I remember – I mean, I was a lot skinnier at the at those at that time, but still feeling like, oh, my God, I want my legs to be skinnier. Like, my yeah. legs need to be skinnier. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, naturally my body just – I have – like, my legs are the last thing to go. Like, I would have to be – I have to be extremely – extremely like low body fat percentage to like have like actually skinny mm-hmm. legs so it just like really sucks to like feel like I came such a long way because I don't know I feel like the past maybe 
five years, I like really got to a place where I didn't think about that so much. And like, I felt good in my body and like, didn't feel like I needed to necessarily be skinnier. Like, of course I always like fluctuate, but now more than ever, um, especially just after this past fashion week and like with the trends on TikTok and just seeing a lot of really skinny girls, which they look great. Yeah. Um, I've felt the, I don't know. I've, I've, I feel like I feel myself regressing to my younger self who like was kind of obsessed with being a certain a, weight. Yeah, a certain weight or a body type that yeah, like, yeah, yeah. isn't necessarily like my body's natural like state. I don't know. No, and I think that it you're sucks. I think that you're right. And I think one of the main reasons, I don't think you know this, but like I feel like one of the main reasons why like because like your body changes a lot. Yeah. As a woman, I don't know about men. That's none of my business. But like as a woman, mm-hmm. your body does continuously change throughout like your twenties, even into my thirties. Like I feel like my body kept changing, and I really had I feel like a difficult time accepting the fact that my hips and butt were getting wider or like bigger. And I just remember Maria telling me she's like, no, like it looks really good, like it suits your body, and like yeah. having my friend say that to me, and then also like that in conjunction with the fact that having hips and a butt was more like desirable like people are getting bbls and so it's like oh like i you know what i mean like Like you you feel more comfortable with it and like i'm like oh i look like a woman and like for the first time ever i feel like the desired body image not that like if you are really skinny you don't look like a woman that's not at all what i'm trying to say what i'm trying to say is like women do tend to as they get older even if you are very thin certain areas just fill out more than others and I feel like for the first time ever, like that was a more realistic beauty standard as far as women's bodies go. And like, I was like, wow, like I look like a woman, like, you know what I mean? And like in a real way, I was like, no, I like, I like my body looking like this. Like I want to look like a woman. Like I want to have a womanly Mm -hmm. figure. And it was like very different from what I always wanted, which was that heroin cheek, Kate (laughs) Moss, like so like no curves on your body, just super skinny ribs, bones, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, and which, I mean, like, I feel like there's definitely girls who, like, that's, like... What their, their body looks their like. Their body looks yeah. like, and it looks beautiful and Beautiful, great. yeah. But it's, like, for most... Not maybe not most, but for a lot of women, like, that's, yeah. like, unattainable unless you're going to, like, drastic and dangerous measures. Exactly, unless you're doing, so, like, unhealthy things. Yeah, so it sucks to feel like that's now becoming the beauty standard again. Uh, or, like, you know, as much as it used to be. I don't know, it's... It's weird, but maybe we also work in fashion, so I think that it's also, like, kind of, at least for me, like, you're, you know, the way you look in your clothes, like, you're constantly reminded of it, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, yeah. yeah. It's been something on my mind lately that I don't like it being on my mind, and I've been trying to kind of, like, reason with it. No, for sure, and I think that... And I love pizza, so... Oh, my God, guys. Me and Maria... Me and Maria, first of all are a toxic couple in the sense that when we get together, it's like, we just look into each other's eyes and we're like, so where should we get pizza? Yeah. And especially like if it's past the hour of 7 PM, like there's just no question about it. We're going to get pizza. And and you know what? Pizza's so fucking good. I'm I'm, I'm really happy that we've been eating pizza. But like, I also think that like, maybe like that's not good for me. Right. No, it's also, it's, and here's the thing. Like for as much as that I'm eating it. Like, I feel like I've had pizza like four times this week. I don't think that that's like, 
healthy by any means. No, it's probably definitely not very, it's not, it's so good. It's not very like, uh, there's no real like nutrients, nutrients in it. And like carbs and cheese. Yeah. And it is, it is delicious. And I think there is something to be said about like eating something that feels really satisfying and comforting. And I feel like that is something that in a weird way does make me just feel good. But at the same time makes me feel like shit because when I don't eat like a balance or balanced meals throughout the day, like I feel physically like lethargic and also like, at least for me, it doesn't matter what weight my body is at. When I eat like shit, I just feel like heavy and bloated and just not good. And like everything that I put on my body feels like really uncomfortable. And like that also I feel like affects just my overall everything. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but like, dude, living in New York, it's so hard. It's so Don't hard touch because, up. oh, sorry. <laughs> like, literally, first of all, the pizza's fucking amazing. We all know this. The only reason I said this because it's close so to cheap. Mic. It's super cheap. Yeah. And it's so accessible. It's always open. Everywhere has good pizza. So, like, pizza. where else? Oh, like, you literally, like, you can't beat it. There's nothing better. So Any time of day. I don't know that, like, I'll be kicking that habit. I feel like so. maybe just, like, twice a week. Yeah. No, twice a week seems reasonable. Right. Should we get Joe's pizza? I would love to. I'm sorry. Did I just spit on you, Maria? No, you didn't. Okay, good. Why'd you just out yourself? Because I'm an honest person and I like to keep it real and authentic. You're so real. Yeah, I'm so real. But no, honestly, I mean, I do think that it isn't just in our head, by the way, because we're in fashion, the whole body thing. Because yeah. I'm seeing it on TikTok yeah. a lot. Like, I'm seeing it on TikTok a lot. And it, it does feel like that Tumblr... Finspo fucking eating disorder aesthetic is coming back. And that is a little scary because, like, even as an adult, I feel affected by it. Right. That's why I'm like, that's what's tripping me out so much about it. Because I I feel like I, I, because I wasn't an adult when it was first happening, like, I feel like, oh, like, that was just me being young Mm -hmm. and, like, being easily influenced. But now that I'm an adult and it's, like, kind of happening again, I'm really tripped out by the fact that, like, I'm being affected by it. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure, like, a lot of people could probably say the same. I don't know. Maybe it's – I think you can also control, like, what you see. Mm-hmm. So, like, that could be a thing, you know? Like, yeah. You can always, like, click, like, not interested. I just haven't done that. Because, yeah, like, nothing has changed in my body drastically. And, like, why do I feel this way now when I didn't feel this way, like, two years ago? Yeah. No, so. for sure. Like, and it's – it is, like – it really comes down to, like, the way – you feel like mentally like it doesn't matter what your external body looks like it's like very much about like how you emotionally feel about it like how you think about it how you perceive it yeah um and that's why mindset yeah yeah and that's why like I really do try not to like I mean during fashion week I was being insane but I try not to make too many negative comments about my body because for me that is something I noticed yeah it makes me hyper fixate mm-hmm. and I don't think that that's healthy. Yeah. So like, even if I do feel some type of way, like I really, really try to not say it out loud or, or like, it, yeah. or like, you know what I mean? Cause I'm just like, why do I need to fixate on this thing instead of just like either learning to accept it or whatever. But yeah, like, it's like also a waste of time and energy to yeah. like fixate on it. But you know, but, like, it happens, and, like, that's yeah. the thing. Like, it just – It's a work some, in progress. It's a work in progress, and then, yeah, like, like I was saying, I was like, oh, I came to terms with, like, my body looking like this, and then the, these things are happening in the media, and then, like, now I wanted to it, – it's just – you can't – you can't help it. Even when you're father time, which I am, 
Mother time? Mother time. Mama time. Mama time. Um, but no, I I don't know. But I also think that the fashion industry is like pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> toxic. It's Yeah, it's pretty toxic. Even like when it comes to curve models, like they are expected to like also have a certain body type. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like you're supposed to be a certain size, but you also still have to like kind of have like a, like a snatched waist yeah. and like a nice, a really big butt. Like it's just, there's no, there's no mercy for women. No. In their bodies. No. And like I was telling Maria the other day, I don't want to get too much into it, but I'm just like, I don't like modeling. I think modeling is not good. Not for me. Yeah. It's, it's not for me. I, 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 I never really doubt myself in like a real way. Like I have my moments, but like, I don't compare myself to people. Yeah. You're really, I feel like you're a very like self confident and self aware person. And like, I found myself comparing myself to others the other day and I was like, absolutely not. No, I will not. I will not put myself in a position like that. And like, I think there is also something to be said about like, it depends on a lot of different like variables and obviously everything is always going to be different depending on like the situation. Mm -hmm. But like, I feel like that's something that I am going to be mindful about like moving forward because I'm like, I don't want to find myself in a position where I'm doing something that doesn't come naturally to me, something that I don't usually even think about that and I'm like not feel great about yourself. like yo I don't compare myself to people like in yeah, any way and so like it's really like it was really unsettling to me that I was even thinking that way and I was like no 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 yeah. no like this is this isn't this isn't who I am it's not me well it's nice that you were able to figure that out and mm-hmm. you know and like that's the thing like it's just more so like now I know okay maybe this type of situation is not for me right and like I can but would handle- you would you do another modeling gig? I mean, it would have to depend on like I think a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like it would I I think that I would just be more mindful of like who is like a part crew, of it yeah. and like yeah, and like stuff like that. Uncut <laughs> jobs. I literally can't not yeah. do it. But no, honestly, yeah, I I feel you a lot and I think that like it's so funny cuz I it doesn't really it never really gets better I mean like I feel like there's sometimes like sets where like it feels really comfortable and great and like you just work so well with everybody and you feel good but there's always like I feel like nine times out of ten like as like a model who's not like the standard like height or you know body measurements of like a you know your typical model like you get on set and like people don't necessarily realize that you're the model yet that's also like it's so awkward like like, also like coming in with a hijab like you know because like I'm literally five five and, like, average body, like, size, like, not very skinny. So it's just funny. But I also, I think that it's, because I think I the first time I ever, like, did a modeling job, it was in, twenty like, late 2016 when I first moved here. So it's been a while, and I've, like, adjusted to yeah. it a bit. But I don't know, yeah. It, I think it can be a really toxic industry. And I, I feel for any, like, for people who, like, get into it. Especially, I mean, like, you're somebody who's extremely confident yeah. and, like, sure of yourself. Yeah. So, like imagine like I girls can't. who are that's like, what a I'm lot saying. younger and I'm like, like don't have that yeah like that's hard I feel like it really put things into perspective for me from that aspect also because yeah. like obviously like you see so many models are like 17 they're, yeah. they're very young most of the time and like obviously like you know over the years like being so like into fashion like I know that obviously models a lot of times will develop like eating disorders and and, you know, body dysmorphia and just yeah. really feeling like shit about themselves because of these situations. And, like, this past little situation that I had really put that into perspective because mm-hmm. I've never 
I've just simply never felt that way before. And I'm like, I can't imagine being a teenage girl Mm -hmm. who's like still like growing into their body and like doesn't have that self-confidence yet because like as confident as I am, like I, I mean, it, it it also developed over time time in a lot of ways, especially to do with like my physical appearance. But like, I just, I don't know. I also think that like, (laughs) I really try lately to like look at photos of myself a little bit less Mm -hmm. like just I think that we live in a world now where like even if you're not a content creator or an influencer or a model or any of those things like we're just taking so many photos of ourselves and then we're like hyper analyzing these photos aware of like Mm -hmm. what we look like or what we think we look like and like what we want to portray ourselves Mm -hmm. as and like I just think that yeah I've just been really conscious of like not not looking at photos of myself like that and like I'll take photos and like I won't look at them for a while. Mm-hmm. And then whenever I'm going to post them, even then, like, I really try to, like, limit myself yeah. to how much time I spend selecting or... No, because that really does take a toll on your mental. And I know I still remember a time, like, kind of... I would say it was probably, like, three, four years ago. Maybe even five. But where I, like, got into this really negative headspace um, in terms of, like, what I looked like. Like, like my face. Like, I, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I was so... I guess I was just, like, fixating so much mm-hmm. on my appearance and, like, how it – how I felt it had, you know, changed or, like, that I, I now saw it differently than I used to. And I, I like, kind of had, like, a, a meltdown, I remember. Like, I'd just be like, I don't feel pretty at all, which is – you know, it's so, it's so silly. And I think that, like, beauty is such a – it's so subjective. Um, subjective yeah. And the, uh, thankfully, like, I, you know, learned to, like, get myself out of that mindset and, like, not allow – my mind to go in those places because that's really I mean that's such a in the grand scheme of the world like it's such like a fucking small like arbitrary thing that we can literally make ourselves mentally ill over so how do you feel like you helped like yourself get through that or like get past that um I I I remember thinking I think it also a lot of it had to do with moving to New York and Mm -hmm. I think because this is gonna sound so silly but like coming from a smaller town where like you know you might be like I I, I had a, I had a following on Instagram before I ever moved to New York and mm-hmm. and you know when you're younger you like there's like a lot more ego involved and I think when I moved to New York and I was like now in a place where there was a lot of other girls doing the same thing as me I did like start to like weirdly compare myself mm-hmm. which I hadn't done before yeah and the way that I I got myself out of it was that like first of all who like. I don't have to be the prettiest. I don't have to be mm-hmm. the most – I don't have to have the nicest cl- – like, why am I sitting here, like, holding myself to, like, these standards that, like, first of all, no one else is holding me to. Yeah. And it's all because I'm, you know – it was just – I was stuck in, like, a toxic, like, social media industry, like, bubble when I first moved to New York where I was, like, re-evaluated, like, how I viewed myself and – I was just, yeah, it was a lot. It was really overwhelming and I was a lot younger then. So like I didn't know, I also didn't, like I had a different type of like new anxieties like that like I never experienced before because like now I was like really working at, in like, I was like not only working like in an office like setting, but I also was like going, I was like on set, things that I never had done before where you're, you're being constantly like, or at least it feels like you're constantly being perceived and like it was just a lot to handle but the way I got out of it, wow, I like rambled so much. No, but, like, like this is the way that I, I I got myself out of it was yeah, like just realizing that like you don't like 
this is all for what? Like you're literally your you're you're your own worst critic. And like I don't have to like be perfect and beautiful. Like mm-hmm. like I could literally like be not beautiful at all by, you know, societal standards and like be a very happy and fulfilled person and like if I feel like I just worked I start to work on like feeling good for myself yeah. and like feeling like my best version of myself mm-hmm. and really only comparing myself to myself even though like I kind of didn't realize I wasn't doing that before but like that's something that I worked on from the during like the past whatever six years that I've lived here and it's really nice because I do think that it it changes the way that you see yourself like mm-hmm. I I am more comfortable like with no makeup than I ever have been in my life and like I I'm more comfortable like like when I'm not like just in my most natural state like which is just kind of a testament to like consistently practicing that mindset of Mm -hmm. like not comparing yourself being okay with like you know you don't have to look great all the time it's okay to look ugly as shit sometimes (laughs) it's okay to be crusty it's kind of nice you know, and, like, just said those things. I know that if, if I want to, I can literally look like a 10 yeah. if I want to put yep. the effort into it. And, you know, that's all that I need. And that's, that's all that I need. And that's, like, <laughs> such an important thing because, like, I think that – or I worry sometimes because when I post on Instagram, which is why I do think casual Instagram is something that I want to dabble into because – I worry that, like, younger girls who are seeing, like, my Instagram account are like, wow, she – looks like so put together all the time you know what I mean like this that or the other and I'm like I know that I am comfortable being crusty and musty but like I want to find a way to also like put that on Instagram because I do think it is important to show that mm-hmm. hey I can look really like pretty or cool or well-dressed but I can also look like a rat yeah and that's what I look like a lot of the time yeah and I feel like I was so scared of I I mean I so, I mean, I definitely don't – I still am not, like, as candid as I could be on social media. But, like, there was definitely a time where, like, yeah, I was so, like, careful of, like, what I posted mm-hmm. to, like, maintain whatever, you know, perception I wanted people to have of, like, my physical appearance, which is just – it's it's very mentally taxing. And I don't I don't suggest it to anybody. Oh, no. I, I, I mean, maybe trigger warning. But, like, I remember there was a time where, like, if my shirts – in a photo, like, looked like there was, like, a crease, like, a natural crease that, like, your shirt will have. I was, like, oh, no, it looks like I have a belly. Oh, no. And, like, it's I would, like mental. and I would, like, try to, like, edit it out because yeah. I'm, like, I don't want anyone to think. And then I'm, like, bitch, you know what you look like. Yeah. Who the fuck care? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, maybe you do have a belly. Like, shut the fuck, right. like, shut the fuck up. Like, it's, I yeah. really, but that's something that I, even till this day, like, find myself, like, every now and then I'll be, like, oh, no, like, maybe it looks like, you know, this mm-hmm. or that. And, like, I'm not going to post this. And I'm like, who the fuck cares? Like literally no one cares. No one is staring. If someone's going to share your post and like talk about that, like, okay. And then what's going to happen? Yeah. It's not going to change anything in your life. No. That's another thing. Accepting the fact that people will talk shit about you. Yeah. Regardless of who you are, what you do, what you look like, like they're going to find something and be okay with it. Oh, I'm super okay with it. In fact, I kind of like, maybe this is a little (laughs) demented, but like, I wish I could, like, hear people talking shit about me. Yeah. Like, I just think it would be funny. I don't know if I'm, I'm ready for that. But, like, I just know consciously that, like, there's definitely a few people who are talking shit at some oh, point. Oh, at any point. For sure. And, like, I I mean, I get DMs where people will directly talk shit oh, at yeah. me. And Accidentally. I, yeah. and, I, and I do think that they're funny. Like, that's the thing. Like, yeah. I find it, like, very interesting. And also, like, weirdly, that doesn't affect me in any yeah. way. Because 
I do feel very like sure of who I actually am. Yeah. So like it doesn't really matter, but I do think it's like interesting what people look for and what they see mm-hmm. and then how they like perceive that as like a bad like you know yeah. what I mean? Like and shit but, like that. But for me, like I, I feel like when people are like extremely like whatever nitpicky about other yeah. people's like photos and like, oh my, why would she post this? Like, what is this pose? Like they're I think they're really unhappy people and like that might just be like the moment of their day that like right. they felt good about themselves. Yeah. So you know what? Have fun. Feel good about yourself. I don't know. So, sometimes sometimes people post it's not good. It's not good. But and, like, and I do have to take a screenshot and send it to my friends because Oh well no, I mean like there's extre- there's levels to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, some yeah. things yeah. Sometimes you're just you, you have to just like what the fuck? You have to bring it to others' attention. But at the same time But I don't care. No, 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 right. And like also there's definitely things that I see and I'm like, ooh, I kinda wanna send that to someone, but I'm like, Maria. You're being a fucking bitch. Oh, and sometimes I do catch myself. I stop myself. Yeah, yeah. It has I, to be extreme. It does have to be extreme. It doesn't happen that often, but every now and then I'm just like, for what? Like, why was this? You can always go back and delete. There's always time. There's still time to delete. There's always. There's I mean, I've done it. I've, you know, I've deleted things. Listen, I need to delete more things. And I think it's okay to, like, delete things. I think you should. I think we should delete our entire, we should delete the podcast. We can totally delete all everything we just said. No, you know? I'll kill myself immediately no, no, because no. I honestly am really getting kind of hungry and I'm starving. I'm like, I, I want to finish recording. So Wait, can... what was the, our next topic? So, okay, sorry, hot takes. Hot, hot takes. takes. So we have Zionist bitch or we could go into Kanye's situation or Balaclava. Ooh, okay. Let's kind of like touch on all of them really quick. Okay, okay. Okay, so Zionist, Zionist bitch. <laughs> so, okay. During Fashion Week, um, Noor like send me, sends me a screenshot of like a comment on what and I can't see what post it was, but it was a comment from a pretty well-known public figure in the fashion space. And she basically was gaslighting Nora and telling her that there's no apartheid in Palestine and that, like, she needs to watch what she says online as a public figure. Um, and I immediately was filled with rage. And I also, like, kind of took me back to, like, last year when I feel like I ended up, like, fighting with, like, so many Zionists and, like, got so mentally you know exhausted over that shit and i was like oh my god like i just had so much to say and like nor was like going into a fashion show at the mm-hmm. time so you weren't able to like really like thoughtfully respond yeah, yeah, yeah but i was home so i like i went in on it but it was bothersome because the post was from 37 weeks ago mm-hmm. no it so. literally was from like last july and by the way her handle not for bullying reasons just for like if you follow her maybe don't erin off duty yeah is a zionist fucking bitch who goes on people's posts that are over a year old and then leaves comments that are completely unrelated because my post was just about, by the way, it was a post about how people on the internet, like if you Google like a Hatha or like a Kufia, like it says Which like- Which is a, a traditional Palestinian head scarf yeah, or scarf. And they labeled it as like, like a terrorist like accessory or some shit like that. So that's what my post was about. And she commented, Google apartheid too, before using it inappropriately, you have a voice, use it carefully with knowledge and peace. Get the fuck out of my face. Like literally like, well, she thought that she could hide under like such an old post. And yeah. She thought she could get away with it. And I think that she was so, I, and we kind of like dissected the situation. Yeah. This girl doesn't follow you. No, she doesn't and follow she, me. And she works in the same industry as yeah, me. Yeah, and so. it, was, it was during Fashion Week. And I think Nora was like posted on a few other people who that girl does follow's story. So she probably saw, and that, this is what angers yeah, me. Yeah. She saw a Muslim woman, mm-hmm. visibly Muslim, mm-hmm. with a hijab on in, you know, these fashion, you know, photos. Yeah, yeah. And being like, oh, she's in fashion. And mm-hmm. she got angry. And I feel like that's very Islamophobic, yeah. first of all, mm-hmm. to, for her to like go to your page. And then 
to like go Scroll all the way back and try to figure out where you're from yes. and seeing your Palestinian yes. and then being like, I'm going to bully this yeah. Palestinian woman. Yeah. Harass her, actually. Yeah, literally harass me. And like when you guys have mutuals. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Like, it's very fucked up because we would I would never do that. I would never. Like First even though like I have a right to be upset about the people who occupy my people and who um, support fucking Israel. Like I have a right to be upset about a that. A thousand percent. And I still would never, like, go out of my way yep. to go on her page never. and go and, like, harass her. Never. I would never no. do that. That's I've never done that. I will never do that because I disagree with you and I don't feel the need to bully you about it. But if you come on my fucking page... You have the wrong and, one. And you... Yeah, I'm like, I'm not me. You pick the wrong person. And also, like, just know that if I need to walk into a fashion show, I'm going to tap in my El Saldic warrior maria <laughs> and if she's busy it's going to be another old salt like it's going to be my sister yeah. reem like i have people on speed dial and yeah. i will say we need backup yeah no and i just honestly went in and just responded like literally maria's response some was fucking facts like first of all like quickly she thinks that hamas is a single, a singular person a singular person she said what hamas is doing to the palestinian people or she, she, she said he he yeah she she referred to hamas as he so like that just told me everything I need to know about what this woman knows about anything about Israel or Palestine. And it it is that she knows zero. You know she zero. zero. Aaron off duty. You're fucking stupid. And it's just and like, don't come, don't come and harass people who are literally, who have been displaced, whose families have been directly affected in extremely negative ways by Israel over the past 70 years. Yeah. And then come and try to tell us something about peace and, apart- and like this is an apartheid. And that I don't understand what apartheid is. Like, like no, I feel like Nelson I'm- Mandela's son categorizes Israel as an apartheid state. Like, what else do you want? Yeah, literally. What like like? Anyways, you're so gonna was- you're gonna like tell me that my mom's experiences were just like not that's like yeah no like it's literally the definition of apartheid is what is happening. And for her to even insinuate that I maybe cannot comprehend what apartheid is, maybe I don't have an understanding of it is so it's beyond like, if she had, if she had commented and put an Israeli flag, that would be fine. But the fact that she was like, you need to Google what apartheid means. I was like, get the fuck out of my face. She needs to Google like any, like she needs to Google the, like the basics of, yeah. Of what's going on. I don't know. It just was really upsetting. And it also like kind of like reminded me of how, I don't know. It just, it's really hard to like live in a place where so many people literally support your oppressors Mm -hmm. and like don't understand and don't want to understand and like still continue to perpetuate propaganda. And it's just really, it's scary. It does feel really scary. And like it, it is really disappointing. And I think that that's like something that I, like, I feel like when Gaza was attacked for, like, um, at the beginning of last summer, mm-hmm. it was, like, continuous for, like, 14 days. Like, yeah. I was really overwhelmed with emotion. And I think that as time passed, like, I realized that there were so many people who work in the same industry as me that I was so incredibly disappointed in for not not just because they didn't say anything, but because they were siding with the oppressors and these are people who I would consider to be intelligent or um you know have experience have a moral compass yeah like and and like you know seeing people of color siding with them it it was really it was really unsettling and it's something that I really felt incredibly just disappointed and it is scary in the sense of like people ask me all the time 
hey, so where are your parents from? And I say Palestine and I can just see on their face yeah. immediately just either like they look like, oh, no, I don't want to say the wrong thing or you fucking stupid bitch. Yeah. And it's like we literally cannot like we did not choose to be Palestinian or to be like that for that to be where our parents came from. Like, so I don't know. It's it's almost like they're they're mad at us for being. Yeah. For, for existing. existing. Yeah. That's, that is what it is. It's really unfortunate. That's what a result of apartheid is. And the another thing that is really worrisome about it is that like people like Aaron who might, you know, be speaking to somebody who doesn't hasn't mm-hmm. experienced, you know, anything related to Palestine, you know, firsthand and they might not have much knowledge on this, on the situation, like they're left feeling like, "Oh, like wait, maybe there's more." Like, and that's the whole that's the whole point of like the Zionist propaganda is to make people feel like, "Well, you don't know enough." And that it's like a, such a nuanced mm-hmm. thing and that like, you know, there just needs to be peace on both sides, which, you know, it really sounds great to yeah. somebody who doesn't know what's going mm-hmm. on and doesn't understand like mm-hmm. the the actual like root of the issue and like the depths of it. So like it just sucks that those people are able to, you know, kind of get away with spreading that misinformation and like it's dangerous and making people scared to ever, you know, speak out or side with Palestinian people, which, you know, we've seen happen for literally the past 70 years. For once, you know, in 2021, we kind of saw that mold break a little bit, which was gorgeous and beautiful and amazing it was gorgeous it was like the most incredible thing i've ever seen in honestly my life i just got full body chills like it really was something we i didn't expect but like now like a year later feeling like oh wait like it's kind of we're regressing it's regressing because we're not constantly it's not a constant topic that is coming up as much you know and it's also like it it does i don't know i'm like in a weird place and i've spoken about this a little bit on the mm -hmm. podcast before but like it is really hard for me sometimes to talk about Palestine because like I talk about it like in my life. Yeah. But like on the internet, like it's sometimes it, it, and I, this sounds like so privileged and so fucking like shut the fuck up bitch. But like it, it does, I've noticed it's taking a weird like emotional toll on me. And so like, I have taken like a little break and like, I do feel a lot of like guilt and like shame and like a lot of emotions around it because I do want to be, bringing attention to what's happening and I do want to be educating people and I do want to be doing that. But like, I also feel like I'm like, I need to like realize that like it is taking like an emotional and like physical toll on me. Like I couldn't eat for a long, like I was just not in a good place. Yeah. And like, I was like, cool. Like, I don't think that I should be feeling this way. And like, I just like, there is other people who are like posting so many great things and I will happily direct people and and stuff like that. But I'm just like, I do feel also like when things like that happen, when stupid bitches comment on my posts, like it makes me feel like I just want to dedicate my entire Instagram to Palestine. Like (laughs) I'm just like, because it's scary when people are spreading misinformation. And it makes me just be like, okay, yeah, fuck, fuck this entire industry. I I literally, that day was just like, ew, I I literally hate working in fashion. I I hate working in America. It just, it's super, it's super discouraging. It's super upsetting. And but at the same time, you know, like what we like being able to, you know, educate even just like a few people, like if even if just a few people are listening, like it's important. Yeah. And like, I think that, you know, staying consistent is important too. But yeah, it's not always easy. Like it's, it's like life happens. Right? Yeah. But it's like at the same time, like that reality doesn't really ever stop for no. like, people who it, live in Palestine. And it doesn't stop for us either. Like the reality of like what our families have gone through and like where we are now as a result of it, like that's our reality like it doesn't just go away yeah so no and like I mean I just talked to my mom about kind of something relating to this just this morning and she was like 
you know, because uh, I was telling her how she, like, you know, she, like, went, ag- she went against traditions in a lot of ways and the ways that she, like, pursued getting an education. And she was like, Nora, like, yeah, of course, it was my passion and I wanted to pursue it. But, like, it was the only way we could have hope was to study and do well in school. Like, that was – she's like, I never thought that it would be possible for me to go to college. But I thought, well, if I study really hard and I get good grades in high school, then – that's something that I can feel good about. And I literally was just like, fuck. Cause like, I was like phrasing it as like, you followed your dreams. And she was like, I never even allowed myself to dream of it. And like, I couldn't even believe it when it was happening. And honestly, I still can't believe that it did happen and that I did have an opportunity to go get a degree and to do all these things. And, you know, I, I sacrificed a lot. I didn't see my family for four years because there was a war that happened while I was in That's Egypt so for humbling. school and she did not see her brother until he was three years old because he was born and she could not go see her family. So like, Unreal. E- like every time I interact with someone who is Palestinian or has lived in Palestine or currently like, it's so a part of their life and will forever be a part of their life and will be a part of anyone that they come in contact. With. Like, it's just, it never goes away and it's always happening and it's still happening. And now I just like want to go on Instagram and talk about Palestine. Honestly, same talk. talk let's talk about Palestine guys. I will say we can wrap now. Yeah. We, <laughs> I love how I was like, we'll touch on all of those. And Listen, I should have known if we started with the, the Palestine thing. I, I'm like, never, I'm like, never gonna get to if we talk about Kanye, that's a whole other hour. Yeah. Well, we can get to that on another time. Yeah. We'll do another episode where with more hot takes and beautiful dumps with Maria. <laughs> no more beautiful. dumps and hot takes with Maria. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. If you guys want to follow me, yeah. um, my at is Maria Alia. Yeah, you should follow <laughs> I don't know her. why I said it. Like you that. did say it in like a hilarious way. I'm going to have all of Maria's socials linked in the episode description, which you might have noticed, but you might have not. Now I know how to create hyperlinks in episode descriptions. So you can actually like click Look at them. You. Yeah, it only took me like two years. Um, but yeah, you can, you can follow Maria on Instagram and on TikTok. And as always, you could follow Arab American Psycho on Instagram where I'll have a beautiful picture of Maria. So many to choose from. Which one will I choose? Oh, there's so many photos you posted recently that I like. So maybe I'll post a carousel. No, I won't. Uh, (laughs) A dump. Yeah. A photo dump of Maria. (laughs) Um, and of course, rate review on Instagram, uh, not on Instagram, on uh, iTunes and Spotify. You could review on Spotify now. Fuck you. Um, and follow me on Instagram at Nori where, you know, I don't know, I'm being a fucking rat. And as always, guys, yeah, don't forget to floss your teeth, wear sunscreen. Don't be a fucking asshole. And I'll talk to you next Sunday. Anka Joms.